Thank you for being patient. Here is chapter part five of U.S. President Andrew Jackson. Number seven. Um, in the 20th century, Jackson was written about by many admirers. Arthur M. Schlesinger Jr.'s Age of Jackson, 1945, depicts Jackson as a man of the people battling inequality and upper-class tyranny. From the 1970s to the 1980s, Robert Remini published a three-volume vo biography of Jackson, published by, followed by an unabridged one-volume study. Remini paints a generally favorable portrait of Jackson. He contends that Jacksonian democracy stretches the concept of democracy about as far as it can go and still remain workable. As such, it has inspired many of the dynamic and dramatic events of the 19th and 20th centuries in American history. Populism, progressivism, and the new fair deals, and the programs of the new founder and great society to remedy Jackson serves as the embodiment of the new American. This new man was no longer British. He no longer wore the queue and silk pants. He wore trousers, and he stopped speaking with a British accent. Other 20th century writers, such as Richard Hofstadter and Bray Hamilton depict Jackson as an advocate of the sort of lousy fair capitalism that benefits the rich and oppresses the poor. Jackson's initiative to deal with the conflicts between Indians and American settlers has been a source of controversy. Starting mainly around 1970, Jackson came under attack from some historians on this issue. However, Zinn called him the most aggressive enemy of the Indians in early American history and exterminator of Indians. Conversely, in 1969, Francis Paul Prutcher argued that Jackson's removal of the five civilized tribes from the extremely hostile white environment in the Old South to Oklahoma probably saved their very existence. Similar remedy claims that if not for Jackson's policies, the southern tribes would have been totally wiped out, just like other tribes, namely the Yamasee, Mohican, and Narragansett, which did not move. Jackson has long been honored along with Thomas Jefferson in the Jefferson Jackson Day fundraising dinners held by the state Democratic Party organizations to honor the two men whom the party regards as its founders. Because both Jefferson and Jackson were slave owners as well as because of Jackson Indian removal policies, many state party organizations have renamed the dinners. Brands argue that Jackson's reputation suffered since the 1960s as his actions towards Indians and African Americans received new attention. He also claims that the Indian continent has eclipsed Jackson's other achievements in public memory. Brands notes that he was often hailed during his lifetime as the second George Washington because while Washington had fought for independence, Jackson confirmed it at New Orleans and made the United States a great power. Over time, while the revolution has maintained a strong presence, in the public conscience, memory of the War of 1812, including the Battle of New Orleans, has sharply declined. Brands argued that this is because once America became a military power, it was easy to think that America had been destined for this role from the beginning. Still, Jackson's performance in office compared to others presidents has generally been ranked in the top half in the public opinion polling. His position in C-SPAN's poll dropped from 13th in 209 to 18th in 2017. 2017. Portrayal on banknotes and stamps. Jackson has appeared on U.S. banknotes as far back as 1869 and extending into the 21st century. His image has appeared on the $5, $10, $20, and $10,000 note. Most recently, his image has appeared on the U.S. $20 Federal Reserve note beginning in 1928. 
In 2016, Treasury Secretary Jack Lew announced his goal that by 2020, an image of Harriet Tubman would replace Jackson's depiction on the front side of the $20 bank, and that an image of Jackson would be placed on the reverse side, though the final decision will be made by his successors. successors. Jackson has appeared on several postage stamps. He first appeared on an 1863 two-cent stamp, which is commonly referred to by collectors as the Black Jack due to the large portraiture of Jackson on its face, printed in pitch black. During the American Civil War, the Confederate government issued two Confederate postage stamps bearing Jackson's portrait, one a two-cent red stamp and the other a two-cent green stamp, both issued in 1863. Memorials Numerous counties and cities are named after him, including the city of Jacksonville in Florida and North Carolina, the cities of Jackson in Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, and Tennessee, Jackson County in Florida, Illinois, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, Ohio, and Oregon, and Jackson Parish in Louisiana. Memorials of Jackson include a set of four identical equestrian statues by the sculptor Clark Mills in Lafayette Square, Washington, D.C., in Jackson Square, New Orleans, in Nashville, on the grounds of the Tennessee State Capitol, and in Jackson, Florida. Other equestrian statues of Jackson have been erected elsewhere, as in the State Capitol grounds in Raleigh, North Carolina. That statue controversy identifies one of the presidents North Carolina gave the nation, and he is featured alongside James Polk and Andrew Jackson, both U.S. presidents born in North Carolina. There is a bust of Andrew Jackson in Plaza Ferdinand, the seventh in Pensacola, Florida, where he became the first governor of the Florida Territory in 1821. There's also a 1928 bronze sculpture of Andrew Jackson by Bill Kenny Scholes and Leopold Scholes in the U.S. Capitol Building as part of the National Statutory Hall Collection. Popular Culture Depictions Jackson and his wife Rachel were the main subjects of a 1950 historical novel by Irving Stone, The President's Lady, which told the story of the lies up until Rachel's death. The novel was the basis for the 1953 film of the same name starring Charlton Heston as Jackson and Susan Hayward as Rachel. Jackson has been a supporting character in a number of historical films and the television productions. Lionel Barrymore played Jackson in The Gorgeous Hussey, 1936, a fictionalized biography of Peggy Eaton starring Joan Crawford. The Buccaneer, 1938, depicting the Battle of New Orleans, including included Hugh Southern as Jackson, and was remade in 1958 with Heston again, playing Jackson. Basil Rysdale played Jackson in Walt Disney's 1955 Davy Crockett TV miniseries. Wesley Addy appeared as Jackson in some episodes of the 1976 PBS miniseries, The Addams Chronicles. Jackson is the protagonist of the comedic historic rock music musical Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson 2008, with music and lyrics by Michael Friedman and book by Alex Timbers. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this segment on U.S. President number seven, Andrew Jackson. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. I hope you stay safe. Stay home if you can. Practice social distancing if you do go out. Uh, practice social distancing if you do go out. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Use universal precautions during this coronavirus pandemic. As we look forward to a normalcy, if and whenever that can happen. And thank you again for listening. See you next week.